Hello, it's Dr. Steve, and welcome to this week's Weekly Wisdom uh, discussion based on the Weekly Wisdom tips that you might have read on my blog or on a, an email that you received. And I'm very pleased to be with you this week to talk to you about a topic that I like to talk about quite a bit, which is prosperity consciousness. Um, it's an interesting topic because there are many paradoxes inside of this whole idea of prosperity consciousness. First and foremost, there's this idea that we don't need to be spending lots and lots of money to feel prosperous. We don't need to be acquiring lots and lots of stuff to feel prosperous. And yet, it's kind of the, the, the method and the mode that a lot of people use and the way that they measure their prosperity is by how much stuff they have. And what I like to say is that prosperity isn't how much you have, but how little you need. Now, that's not to say that I require everybody to live a Spartan life and not have the finer things in life. I think that it's nice to have the finer things in life. I certainly embrace that opportunity myself. However, having those things uh, at the detriment of your own well-being and your own inner peace is a really slippery slope. It's really easy to find yourself trying to acquire stuff just so that you can feel prosperous, when in fact you can feel prosperous right now, right now, right this minute. Okay, so how does that happen? Well, for one thing, it involves a change in consciousness. In fact, I always like to say that the gap that exists between how much you have and how much you need is never filled by making more money. We like to think that if I just get a little further ahead, then I'll finally be on top of it. But think back over your life. Think back over the experiences that you've had from the time you were a teenager, when you were in college, and you would say, boy, one day I'll be making $25,000, and then I'll finally be way out ahead of the game. And then, you know, long ago, you probably blew away past that, and you're still thinking, if I only make X number of dollars, then I'll be way out ahead of the game. And there's this constant sense of striving, like you're just just a little bit outside of where you want to be. It's just out of reach. And you keep reaching and striving for it, and then when, you know, we say just when you get there, there's no more there there. You get to that point where you have the money that you thought you needed, and suddenly it's not enough. And it never is enough, because what you're trying to achieve is based on a, a set of needs that in itself is constantly changing. What you think you need keeps on growing in pace with what you keep on getting. And that's a, that's a little game that your ego plays with itself by putting things just out of reach. And that ability to get off that, that treadmill and recognize that, that you can really stop that striving, stop that craving, comes from not making more money, but from a higher level of consciousness, a higher level of awareness of how the game is played and what is running you and what, you know, what is, what's going on between your ears subconsciously that's causing you to continue to strive and continue to feel the sense of need and not enoughness. I want to suggest that you challenge those voices, that those voices that say, I don't have enough. Because if you were to stop and look at your, your current level of prosperity, what it is that you have, you would probably find first and foremost that you have far more than many, many others. Certainly, you have far more than anybody else or most of the people on the planet. I mean, there are people all over the world right now who are living in a year on what it costs you to buy the computer that you're listening to this call on. You've got a phone. You've got a place to live. You've got a car. You've got food in your, in your belly. You've got the ability to go to the movies. You probably have a television set. There's lots of stuff that you have that 
already puts you much further ahead of the game than you realize. So I would begin to question, first of all, the things that you think you need and whether you need them so much that it's worth putting yourself in debt to get them. Because a lot of us automatically assume, in fact, it's built into our culture, you know, if you're going to buy a house, you have to have a mortgage. And that may be the case. It may be that you have no other options. But it's certainly not the case that you have to have a 30-year mortgage and be dragging out your payments for a long, long time so that you can end up paying the bank 10 times the value of the house. And one of the things that, uh, that I've begun to explore, I did it for myself years ago and I'm exploring it for clients now, are tools that help people to become more scientific about, about the way that they reduce their debt. And what we find is that when you make just smaller increases in your uh, mortgage payments, for example, that you can cut off hundreds of thousands of dollars on the overall ticket that you pay by the, by the time you've paid the thing off. So it's, it's, it's really worth beginning to realize the extent to which you are the slave of the bank slave of the mortgage company, the slave of the credit card company. And you know, you start to look at that and realize maybe it's not such a smart thing to put myself in debt. Maybe there's something that's actually fundamentally joyous and empowering about getting out of debt and making intelligent pur purchases and enjoying that process, knowing that I'm living within my means because it means that I'm no longer being ultimately put into the position of being a slave to somebody who I'm, who I'm borrowing money from or an institution that I'm borrowing money from. So that whole idea of getting out of debt and staying out of debt and living within your means is a really important piece of the prosperity uh, puzzle. And as I said, there are a lot of paradoxes in this prosperity puzzle because on the one hand, I'm suggesting that you live within your means and on the other hand, I'm suggesting that you live prosperously. And what if, you, what, what if your means don't, don't line up with prosperous living? Well, I'm here to tell you that there are a lot of things that you can be doing right now that would make you feel more prosperous that don't necessarily cost a lot of money. You need to think about that. Think about the ways in which you're scrimping and how certain things that you're scrimping on are things that you may not need to scrimp on. You may be able to be a little bit more generous in certain areas, but at the same time be a whole lot less frivolous in other areas. So the things that you're spending money on that are beginning to pull you down and that are uh, again, require your, your taking out a loan. Those are the ones you want to be really careful with. And you also want to be very careful about not spending money that you don't have when the motivation for spending it is to make you feel better. You see, a big part of this whole trap around prosperity is that at some deep psychological level, we tend to feel like we're not enough. We don't have enough. We're not good enough. And if we spend some money, even if it's not money that we currently have, then we're going to feel a sense of relief, or maybe even more than relief. Then we're going to feel this sort of exhilaration. And it's kind of like sticking your finger in a light socket. You know, it's, it's, it's a jolt that you'll pay for for a long time thereafter. So begin to look at the ways in which you're spending money just to relieve your suffering that might end up costing you big in the long run. So... These are some of the things that you can start to explore around the area of prosperity. One is, we live in a prosperous universe. When you close your eyes and you imagine yourself being prosperous, do it in a, in a visual way. Imagine yourself sitting under a spigot of money, money pouring over you and then going beyond you. Or imagine yourself standing in a river of money and the money is just flowing by. 
so that when you do go to make a purchase, you don't think of it as a finite thing, like if I spend this, then I won't have. But instead you think of it like, I live in this, st in this state of prosperity where when I make intelligent purchases that support me and support those around me, I have faith that other money will come behind it. And I even enjoy the fact that I'm spending money. I bless the money I spend. I pay my bills with joy and prosperity and, and gratitude. And it becomes, a, it becomes this kind of lovely way to live your life when you don't begrudge yourself the opportunity to spend the money you need to spend. You pay your bills every month, but you send them off into the universe knowing that you're part of this endless flow of prosperity. Somebody else is able to live and feed their kids because of you. It's a great thing. It's a great thing to know that your money is being spent in a way that it just goes on and on and on, and it continues on and on and on. But again, don't waste it. Don't be at, don't be a slave to your own psychology. Like, oh, I feel bad about myself, so I better spend some money so I could feel good about myself. No, create balance, create joy around it, and start being generous. Start noticing when the opportunity arises that you can be giving to others who have even less than you. And that when you give out of generosity, it's never a bad thing. Nobody's ever gone broke by giving abundantly to others. It just doesn't happen. You'll, you know, go, go out on the street and you walk down the Bowery and see if you could find anybody on the Bowery who's there because they were generous. It won't happen. It doesn't exist. Your generosity... As long as it's, as long as it's intelligent generosity, not psychic, you know, what's uh, what I'm looking for, psychotic generosity, you know, pathological generosity, is is an important part of the formula. So look for opportunities to give to others, look for opportunities to invest in yourself. That's generosity for you. What what would be a generous way for you to invest in yourself? Not just in short-term little things that disappear in a moment's notice, but what can you spend money on that you can that's defensible that will then help you earn more money? So you can see that this particular lesson is a little bit all over the map because there are a lot of different ways of approaching the prosperity puzzle, and some of them seem to contradict each other. So I'm, I'm fully aware of that, but there's a, there's a kind of sensibility that that you can ultimately fall into that just feels right where you get that I spend within my means I live within my means I appreciate what I have and I'm grateful for what I have and I'm also willing to I'm also willing to tap into the magic of prosperity to give sometimes a little bit beyond what I think I have knowing that it's setting me up to be the kind of person who can grow and open and receive more abundantly. And as I'm sharing this, this lesson, I'm noticing that, uh, that, that I've got some fear about confusing people or, or saying contradictory things, and I'm feeling moved to offer uh, uh, a, a further communication about this in the form of responding to your emails or questions uh, because it's a, it's a conversation, and I'd like to know how this conversation is landing on you and what, uh, what pieces of this make sense to you and what pieces are confusing you. Uh, what I can say with, with great certainty is that what I'm sharing with you is from the heart, and it's what I live by, and I live an abundant and prosperous life. 
I do make a, a, a fairly good living. I do make a fair amount of money, but at the same time, um, I make a lot less money than a lot of other people who are struggling with money. And the reason I'm not struggling is because I've chosen a lifestyle that allows me to live within my means and also to experience that state of flow. So I am very generous and I am very giving. And I am generous with myself as well. I give myself good things in life. But I don't go out looking for things to fill up a void inside of me. If I feel empty, if I feel this sort of hunger to spend money, hunger to get something, I stop myself and I say, what's that about? What's really going on right now? And, and how can I fill that need without going out and putting myself in debt? And quite often it means just sitting quietly and peacefully and feeling the gratitude for what I already have, and breathing in a sense of abundance and knowing that I can have whatever I want, but sometimes what I think I want isn't what I really want or what I really need, but it's just a hunger. And being able to make a distinction between that hunger and the desire for true prosperity and true self-expression, that's, that's an important distinction to make. And it requires quieting down, as most of my lessons come back down to the same thing, quieting down and going inside and knowing yourself more and not being led around by your urges. So again, prosperity is not about how much you have, but how little you need. So begin to produce the experience of being less needy. Recognize that what you have can be enough, and if you've been frivolous and you've been kind of building a you know a shaky tower on top of a, an unsolid foundation start dismantling it start letting go of some of the stuff you think you need simplify your life simplicity is a great great prosperity tool and a lot of the most prosperous people i know also live simply you don't need the rolls royce you don't need the you know 300 room castle those are often just a, a reflection of of your ego needing to justify its own existence. A lot of very successful people live simply and very happily. So simplicity, understanding prosperity is not what, how much you have, but how little you need. Generosity and pragmatism. Get out of debt, stay out of debt. And live a life that allows you to take what you need and give what you can and not feel like there's a high, too high a price to pay for that. So again, as I said, I, I offer you the opportunity to share your thoughts about this. Um, I think it would be great if we would use the uh, the, the Facebook uh, widget at the bottom of this page to share your thoughts about about this concept, and or or write to me via email, Steve at stevetaubman.com, and let me know your thoughts on this on this matter, and let's see if we can't together become a more prosperous and humble group of people who aren't, you know, trying to live out of pride, but are living out of humility and generosity and peace. All right, I hope I've given you some things to think about for today. I know I've given myself some things to think about, and I'm going to uh, go back and listen to this and see what kind, of, uh, what kind of wisdom arose in this conversation. And I really thank you all for being part of this process with me. I hope you've been enjoying these, and I hope to continue to hear your comments and, and uh, hear from you in various ways. And I hope that you pass this along to others who might be able to benefit from some of the wisdom contained herein. 
Thanks so much. I hope you have a great week. Take care. God bless.